Hello, welcome back to the Let's Debrief podcast. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you were having, I feel like I said this last episode, but I hope you were having the best Wednesday that you've ever had, you know? Hump day. Ever. We're just like, you have the Let's Debrief girlies to get you through the rest of your week. Yes, absolutely. How's your week been so far? So far, so good. Yeah. Um, we're recording this on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like we've been chilling this week. I mean, if you're my boss, close your ears. But I really feel like we've had nothing to do. That's good. <laughs> the past few weeks, like work-wise, I mean, you after Easter. so hard on Easter, so. Yeah. But yeah, after, so like we've just been chilling and like still getting stuff done, but it's just like the workload doesn't even compare to like when it's Easter. So yeah, we've just been living the dream. I love that vibing. Yeah. Cole uh, painted our house. Yes. Brown house. Brown house. So when we, when my family moved into this house in 2016, it was gray. Did you know that? No. It was gray and it faded to pink. Oh, I thought you were saying the whole thing is gray. So oh. the, the front is brick, and then yeah. like the bottom is like cinder blocks. Yeah, and the cinder block was painted gray. Gray, and then we like because the people that we bought the house from, like they bought it super cheap and flipped it, mm. and like over the years we've just been discovering that they like did things a very cheap way, and one of those yeah. ways was very cheap paint that fades to pink. Did they flip it and then? live there or just flip it and sell it flip it and sold it to us i wonder if it was pink underneath the gray and then the gray just washed off that's true and and it was and cole power washed it like before he attempted to paint it because he was like let's see how much i can get off and when he took there was like he did it to like a few bricks and he was like i'm not doing this the whole way around and when he took the pink off there was green underneath it too (gasps) Oh, so it was like it was very layered. This house has been through some stuff. I guess so. I know our poor house, but yeah, no, it's a brown house. How long did it take him to paint that? Two days? Yeah, maybe like two full days. He kind of did it in like segments. So like, what did he start? He started like on Friday, I think. Yeah, because we were here on Friday, mm-hmm. and he bought the paint. and he bought the paint with Tanner, and so he we went home and he started it. And yeah, just from there, kind of did it in segments, I think did more on Sunday and then wrapped it all up yesterday. Nice. Yeah, not bad at all. Maybe at all if you would have worked on it for like 12 hours straight, it probably would have been one day. Yeah, I was going to say we want to paint our house, but I think it's going to have to be a save up and pay someone to do it because the roof needs painted, the sides What would needs you paint painted. it? Well, we've talked about doing the roof black. Okay. We also have two outbuildings that would need painted as well. Yeah. And the trim would also be black. Okay. And then either like a charcoal for the sides or like a dark green. Okay. Nice. Anything to get rid of what it is now. You don't like it? It's charming. It is charming, but um, it's a little farmy for I me. I was going to say you're looking to modernize in a bit. Yeah. And just like, I just feel like it would also really up the value. That's true. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, because this isn't like your forever home. No. Yeah. You can't have six kids in this house. (laughs) I mean, you could, but I don't want to. Yeah. It would be very tight. I've thought about like if we had like for some reason that we had to stay in this house and like, well, we could build bunk beds in our room and then we could have like the guest room downstairs and the upstairs could just be the kids' paradise. Oh, that would be fun. It would be fun, but- yeah, I would prefer a bigger house. Yeah. And more land whenever we have 10 kids. Yes. 
everybody. <laughs> we were just talking about, we just did an episode with my mother-in-law, which yes. you will have already listened to at this point, but she was just saying how she just was like, I just wanted to keep having kids. I just wanted more. I know, which is like so stinking cute. And like, she was just so like, I don't know. I hope you all enjoyed the episode, but she was just so funny and like just so relaxed. She was like, yeah, I mean, I was like, Carol, like you were a single mom of three. Like, how did you deal with that? And she's like, I mean, you know, you you just did it. I know. (laughs) I know. Our generation, like, I just feel like we're soft. We are. We're like, what was me? But like, she's like, I mean, I have no other options. Yeah. I will say like, when it comes to like parenthood, I feel like there's a lot of things where you're just like, I literally just have to do it. Yeah. Like, I feel sick. Doesn't matter. Like, I'm really exhausted. Doesn't matter. You just have to do it. Yeah. Like, you literally just do it. Yeah. And yeah. that's what she did. And that's exactly what she did. And as a result, Tanner Solich <gasps> is here. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. What's new with you? Well, um, I was talking on the podcast last week about how I got Tanner a great birthday present. Yes. Which some of you have been asking about what it was. Everybody's been asking. They want to know. Um, and here's the thing. I didn't say what it was in last week's episode because I was really hoping, you know, if he listened to it, he wouldn't find out. It turns out that he knew for like a month. I didn't realize it was that long. I didn't either. So at first, okay, so I got him an espresso machine. I got him a Breville. Yes, it is a very nice machine, everyone. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, yes, I'm really rich. <laughs> but I said in last week's episode, what we did was instead of like having everyone buy little gifts, we just had everybody pitch in for one gift, which was that. So it was really nice. Um, and I will do that in the future for sure. That's a great idea. How great to receive, like, yeah, a gift valued at, like, six to $800. I'm like, yep. oh, this is awesome. Yeah, exactly. So um, got him a Breville. And unfortunately, so we have, like, kind of a running joke where, like, every holiday he's like, oh, I know what you got me. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> and Have you been able to, like, genuinely surprise him before? Almost never. Really? Because he'll always say, well, here's the thing about him. He's very vocal about what he wants. So yeah, it's he's not been a mystery. talking about the Breville like every day for months. I'm so sorry. Buddy's making me laugh. Just ignore oh. Buddy in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also has been talking about getting Ray-Bans like constantly. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm shocked he doesn't have a pair. Oh, he's had like three pairs. He loses them all the time. Mm, he needs, yeah, Daddy needs some new ones. Yeah, so I... I feel like in his mind, he was probably like, it's one of those two things, mm. which I was trying to play it that it was the Ray-Bans. Okay. But anyways. I feel like, I hope you lose that pair of sunglasses that you have. Yeah. Might have a backup for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, he said, I think he assumed that it was one of those two things. And he... Apparently, so he always like goes to my phone all the time. <laughs> he loves to like look through what I'm saying to people and like not in a weird way at all. He's just always like, oh my God, you talk to so many people. What is this person saying? And then he'll like read <laughs> That's it. It's dangerous, like uh, especially around like Christmas and birthdays. I know. So I tried to play, I tried deleting like everything. Like I tried playing it off, like there was nothing. But I, he said that he saw a message from Peter because, of course, I was texting Peter and saying, look what I got. 
him. I'm so excited. And he said he saw a message from Peter, but he wasn't sure. But then the day before I was going to give it to him, he saw the beans that I got him from our favorite coffee shop in the laundry room. And then he was like, that's when I really knew that it was What was, was he that. doing in the laundry room? Because you say he's never in there. Apparently, he was putting one of Monty's onesies in the wash. Ugh. We love a... Uh- Involved father. <laughs> An involved father. But yeah, so he spoiled his gift, but it's fine. We, um, he loved it. And literally the first drink that we made mm-hmm. tasted exactly like our favorite drink from our favorite coffee shop. And we were both actually screaming and like, literally going, we did it. <laughs> so it no was No need to travel either. the hour now. Yeah. So. Just to get the beans. Apparently, like you, you gave it to him on Friday and you already had to go get beans today. <laughs> Yeah, so to be fair, we were experimenting a lot That's with true. different drinks. You know, we were making them for friends. We were making them for people. His family came over, so we were making everybody drinks with those beans. And there was a few shots that, like, didn't work. So we're going to savor them now. Yeah. And we have, like, some cheaper beans that we'll use, like... For, like, testing. Yeah. Or, or just, like, backup. We're not really in a special, special drink mood. That's true. Double special. Double special. It'll be, like, your intro drink in the morning. Maybe a little yeah, Starbucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's like by mid afternoon. I need my Kelvin drink. I need my special, special. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. Um, he turned twenty five, which is crazy. That's so weird. How many birthdays have you guys spent together? Ten. Stop. That's so creepy. I was gonna say crazy and cute. That's so crude. That's so creepy. <laughs> That's so creepy, Jenna. You're dating a fifteen year old. You're so gross. <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember his 16th birthday. It's so crazy because April, you like never know what the weather's going to be. And I remember his 16th birthday, um, he had a track meet. So I was going to go to his parents' house and decorate his room. And then I was going to be there as a surprise whenever he got home. But guess what? There's a blizzard. And he did, then his track meet got canceled. So after school, he's like, can you take me home? Like hang out with me? And I was like, I was going to do the surprise. And then and that's when it all started that you've never been able to surprise. Yes. Oh my God. Literally. Yeah. You're cursed. That you need to break me. the curse. How do I break it, Ashley? I don't know. What'd you get him for Christmas this year? I'm trying to like think like all the gifts that he hated. The robe. Remember I got him the robe. Oh yeah. And he was like, this is a woman's robe. And then what else did I get? Uh, this year on Christmas, I did not do a good job because I just had a baby. Yeah. The, of any year, you're excused. <laughs> yes. Um, for his birthday last year, I can't remember. I'm a really good gift giver, though, mm-hmm. but mostly to him because he says exactly what he wants. Yeah. But then there's in no mystery. Return, he guesses what they are. So it's fine. Anyway, I did everything I could. You did everything you could yeah especially like you guys heard in like the last episode where she was like i it got delivered and then i take it over to my parents house like it wasn't even in the house for him to find it wasn't even in the house and also i literally bought it on our credit card that only i see Mm. and then paid it off so that he wouldn't see it yeah he thought it was like just a credit card payment like i tried everything but you know what it's fine are you giving up on surprising or are you just gonna approach next year with the same gusto it depends on what he's into what he's wanting you know so we'll see it does literally change like every quarter with him yeah he's uh he's a man that wants to do many things (laughs) yeah like last year he bought like so many bow and arrow one year i I remember one year i bought him a chalk bag to go climbing yep He's super into golfing, super into skiing. Like, he has so many hobbies. I'm just like, 
I can't keep up. Yeah. You're like, whatever, dude. I really can't. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy, please. Please. At least he's not barking. I don't. Do you think you'll be able to it hear it? It picks up. Really? Yeah, I've listened back before. Okay. Well, my dog is snoring. Uh, everyone who listens at this they point just know, knows it, that Buddy is a problem. Does it just soothe you? Like listening to it? It's so uh, loud. He's uh, 13, okay, people. Is he really that old? Yeah. Did he just turn that old? When's his birthday? He'll t- in July. So <sighs> he'll be 13. He's he's on his way. He's on his way. Have you ever talked about your relationship with Buddy on the podcast? I feel like a lot, not to like throw you this under the bus at all. This is my, am I the asshole? <laughs> yeah, literally. But like, I feel like a lot of new moms out there could relate to you because oh, so many yeah. people have told you, no, I feel exactly the same way. Yeah, so we adopted our dog when he was seven, and it was just, like, a funny, like, cute thing. He was really old. He was fat. He was at the shelter and very untrained, but we were just, like, he's ours, though. He's so funny, like, whatever. And over the years, he has, like, just really, like, we've really (laughs) tried to train him. We've hired trainers before, but he's just very stubborn. We've really tried to get him to lose weight. We've spent a lot of money. Like we've we've put in the work to try to change these things that I'm gonna say are annoying me. But um, yeah, there's not like no effort is being put in on your part. Yes, and you're just annoyed in general. Yeah, but he's just really not like a a well behaved animal. It seems like the owner before him too just let him do whatever he wanted. Well, apparently she was like an old woman and she just like couldn't really care for him anymore. So I assume I will say that he was always like potty trained, like he never peed in the house or anything, but he just (laughs) not until you got carpet. (laughs) He just barks really loud. He begs really bad for food and for a while and he's really bad on walks. And for a while, that was like the only thing that was going on. But then whenever we had Monty, um, it just, like, really got overstimulating. Where, like, and, like, right before you got Monty, or got Monty. Picked up. <laughs> before the stork brought her. <laughs> that's how she was born. Yeah. Uh, that's how she was made. Yeah. She just showed up. I prayed um, to the stork gods. <laughs> um, you, like, hired the personal trainer, and a ligonier and you're like listen we're gonna have a baby we need to get the barking under control and the baby came and he still barks i don't even care if anyone judges me for this like a shock collar doesn't even work for barking or for anything well like yeah cole made a reel of him barking during a podcast that i'm sure is up on our instagram at this point but that's just like a glimpse that he just like he sees a deer and he's like he's very bad with deer other dog it's just a lot and so whenever we had monty it's very stimulating she i would try to give her naps he would wake her up with his barks like it would be that like i was trying to breastfeed her and in pain and i just sat down and i needed a granola bar and i would get one and he would be there with his paws up on my legs like trying to bite the granola bar out of my hand like just very annoying and then um yeah, he 
he doesn't like being pet. He doesn't like having attention or anything. I was going to say, he doesn't need affection. He does, no. He's not interested. No, but randomly now he's like jealous of Monty. So like she'll be like hanging out in our like nice carpeted area that we just like carpeted. And he will just look at us in the eyes and just pee on the floor. And <laughs> it's so... <sighs> and we were talking about this like in between the last like recording today and it was just like she's like did you always because like you've had him for how long now like almost five years yeah she was like has like have you be honest like have you always thought that he was this annoying and I was like no he genuinely like has made the switch like because yeah when you were living in like when we I feel like we never have said the neighborhood but like when we were living next to each other Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my gosh he's so funny and like you would have long like wedding days and you're like can you go let him out I was like of course I love buddy I remember you would like sleep over and watch him and you would like bring him in bed with you and like hug him and stuff yeah hey like we were buddies but yeah then like there was something happened that happened when you moved to your next house that I was just like you kind of (laughs) smell Yeah, and, like, he does, like, he is gross. He's an old dog, but, like, he doesn't have to be this misbehaved, but he chooses to be. He's very stubborn. It's very hard. It's been very hard, and I have a lot of guilt about it, and then yet I don't, and I'm sure that anyone who has become a recent parent can relate, but, It's almost like no matter how much you love your dog, it's like now you have – this little person that is your entire life life and you're just like yeah I don't care about you I don't know how much I don't care how much I loved you before this I don't know like how to explain it and I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer but like people who are like I'll always love my dog they'll always be my first baby like when you have your own child you will not feel that way I cannot in my brain convince myself like to look at any old photos of him, anything, and feel how I used to feel, which is Mm. very sad. It is sad. But also I will say whenever we adopted him, like they made it seem like like we were giving him like one last like (laughs) few months. I'm not kidding. They were like, this is like he's a senior. He's not in good health. Like he – and we were like, we are like – we want to give him like a good – The best year of his life. And now it's five years later. He's terrorizing our home. You're like, this is, listen, this is not what I signed up for, Habitat, or Habitat Humane Society. Yeah, seriously. So, but but it is it is really hard. I mean, we've talked about rehoming him and things like that. And I just, I can't. I feel too guilty. But then I also let it get to me every single day. So it's a weird place to be in. So if you're looking sure. at welcoming a 12-year-old beagle into your home. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm literally not kidding. If anybody <laughs> would actually be interested. After we just shit on him for the last 10 minutes. Well, maybe there's someone listening that's like, I'm a professional dog trainer. Like, I, can I fix love him. senior dogs. I have a lot of land. So when he goes to my parents' house, they have a ton of land. And he just lives outside there. Yeah, he And loves their his other life. dogs, they live in the garage. They have their warm area. They have their beds. They roam. And he does great there. Unfortunately, my parents don't want him and you're which they also have a senior dog so it's like let them be together let them live you know it's a girl there could be a romance that goes on between them what if they are like in love and you separate them every every couple months or so that's my parents fault honestly (laughs) you're like because i would gladly let them be together (laughs) it's also so funny because my parents are always like yeah we listen to the podcast i'm like oh what episode are you on they're like two like, okay, so it'll be September by the time they get to this episode. So when they get to this, they'll be like, oh, no. But um, 
Yeah, that's my dog dilemma. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to dive in so much on it. I just feel like we've never talked about it before and a lot of people could be. I feel like you've had people reach out to you and be like, yeah, I can't look at my dog ever again. (laughs) Yeah, and so that's another just thing that's really hard is like we obviously have a baby and so it's a lot to like go out to your house to record because then we don't have like her nap things and it's just a whole thing but then buddy's not there and, it's and so, so we can literally go start to finish yes um but when we're here like the napping and stuff is easier for mont but for buddy it's worse so i just think our listeners they they understand you get it you know they love us yeah, you do anything for us to be able to deliver our product and everything. So sometimes it's just listening to the beagle in the background. Sometimes you hear the snores. It's fine. Nice. Um, did you have any other life updates for us? You're going to California next week. Yeah, literally a oh, week from today. Oh, did you decide if you're going to get a hotel? Yes, we did. I'm so excited. Yay. I haven't booked anything yet, but... Um, yeah, I just was thinking about it more. And I was like, oh, but it would be so nice to like wake up like... And like I live in or like I grew up in Riverside, which is like inland and it's like an hour away from the beach. Uh, but I just like obviously grew up at the beach and like around that area. And so I, I'm like, oh, it'd be so fun to like wake up in Laguna Beach and like go walk to get coffee and acai bowls <sighs> and then go to the beach. Like and so I was like done. Like I don't care how much money it is, which like there are so many cheap hotels. So I was like, do you think it'll do a hotel or Airbnb? Honestly, I think Airbnb is canceled. Me too. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. I truly think that. Yeah. Unless it's like a really like unique experience. Like it's a treehouse, like something that is like Well, like the house, I'm trying to think of our best Airbnbs, but like the house that we stayed in in California or in LA when we all went. Horse Horse house. house. (laughs) Did we talk about that on our travel episode? I don't think so. Oh, that's a good story. That's a really good story. Um, Another. Another. But like that house was so unique that it was like yes. that was so much fun. Yes. I would if I would you're definitely. going for like the house, but if you're going for like like you're traveling, it is so worth it to get a hotel. No cleaning fees. Mm-mm. Um, you don't have to clean up after yourself. You don't no. have to strip the bed. You don't have to wash the dishes. And before part you of leave. me like doesn't even mind doing that. Like because I'm just like oh I just want to make their life easier. But then also yeah I'm leaving and I'm like why do I feel the need to do this? Like, yeah. it's so annoying. And I'm like, I just want to leave this place trashed and like, and not and even just trashed, leave. just like the bed's not made. Like there's always so many rules with Airbnbs. They're always now way more expensive than hotels. Yeah. And I just love a hotel. I'm back. I'm I back in the hotel. hotel. Honestly, Cole and I, like we, I'm trying to think. I think our first, well, I went to a resort, like I've like been to like resorts over like my life, but like my family went to a resort in Hawaii and mm-hmm. I was like, I was made for resorts. Like, yes, I love a resort. And so when we went to Greece on our honeymoon, I did half an Airbnb and like, I will like, okay, actually I feel like, did you guys do an Airbnb in Europe? That was all we did. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Did you have a good experience with them? Yes. Okay. I feel like Europe is different. I will agree. Okay. Um, and they're cheaper. Yeah. Our Airbnb, I think we stayed there two or three nights and all of the reviews were amazing. And it was like a hotel and it was run by these two like little Greek women that were just amazing. They made you breakfast every morning and like had a bar downstairs. It was so cute. I think it was literally $75 a night. The only reason that I will do Airbnb in the future is a like for like the authentic experiences, but 
if you're going on a group trip. That's the only yeah. reason. If it's just, just because you, you want to be together. Yeah, but like if it's just you and your husband. Yeah. Hotel. Yeah, which even like we're playing, we were talking with Peter, and I think like he mentioned it to you guys, but like we're thinking of going to New York at the end of June, mm-hmm. and he was like looking at Airbnbs in Brooklyn, and I'm like, oh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, I mean, like whatever. If you find it, like, yeah. and it, also right now we we both like Peter and I have Airbnb gift cards, so we're like, mm. I mean, at least it'll be cheaper. Like, did Peter tell you how he got his gift card? It was a gift from one of our brides. Oh, that's so cute. It's so funny. Like, people send me gifts for Peter a lot. (laughs) Like, a lot. Peter is the best. This should be our segment of the podcast where we just say, Peter is single. He is amazing. He's very handsome. And we should put up a form to submit applications. (gasps) That would be so funny. That's honestly so true. And then we, like, show them to him live on the pod. <gasps> but what if he doesn't like them? But he doesn't have to know who's who. Well, like just show him profile. Like, like the, the people listener. will know, and then they'll feel bad about themselves if he says something bad about them. Well, as we learned a couple weeks ago in an episode, I mean, if you're not in Peter's league, then we need to bring some self awareness. <gasps> Someone was writing that in about him. Yeah, they're just like, I've been. I'm waiting for Peter Kennard to notice me. Which, like, women love Peter. Women love him, but and he's, he's so, so picky. picky. Has he, he's never like had, had a girlfriend, a girlfriend. just because he's going to love this. It's <laughs> like, thanks guys. But he's had many opportunities, but he's just like. Been on dates. No. Yeah. Not but her. no, he is a very particular man. So baddies and hotties only. <laughs> Give us, yeah. If you're interested in Peter. Um, we'll put a link let in us the story. But yeah, he's uh, a great guy. We he's talk a about great him guy. a lot, I feel. Oh yeah. So yeah, but he's your like your go-to second shooter. So Bryce yes. sends. So that's why stuff. people send him gifts. He is they the best. Love him. I feel like he just makes he makes everybody feel comfortable. And but then especially like when I think you said a couple episodes ago too, like he will like go and handle all of the groom like the groomsmen mm-hmm. and everything. So the groomsmen are more like Peter. It was so funny at the last wedding that we shot together, the groom, like after a few drinks, he like came up to me. He's like, hey, that guy that came to the hotel was awesome. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> they loved him. They love him. Classic. He turns 30 this year and we've been talking about what we're going to do. I thought we were going to Mexico. He doesn't know what he wants, but he, I, I don't know if I told you this. He said that he's considering a party. And I was like, if we're if you're doing a party, can Jenna and I handle everything? And he said, yes. <gasps> really? Yeah. He was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, you can have creative oversight, but like just let us come up with like all of the ideas and everything. And he was like, <laughs> so, yeah. But let us have creative oversight. Let us have the ultimate final say. Where would we have it? I feel like we would have it at the Mattress Factory. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm like, what's like a fun venue? Mattress Factory, um, Mansions on Fifth. <laughs> It's like literally we're throwing an actual wedding with the budget of a wedding. Um, yeah, where are we getting all this money? From Peter. He has to pay for it. We just plan it oh, for Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, we could have it at um, Trip. <gasps> Done. Yeah. All right, Peter. I, he listened. I have caught him listening to the podcast really? one time. Oh. So I don't know. And that was like probably like episode, I think he was picking us up from Mexico. So it was like probably episode six. <laughs> So catch up peaks with it and uh, text me if you hear this. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, do you want to get into today's topic? Yes. Okay. Wait, I should say before this. So 
the topic has a swear word in it. Again, <laughs> don't know if people are listening with their kids, but I the topic did not make the last one explicit. <laughs> did we? We said one thing. I, I think. think I said something. Yeah, it's fine. Um, the topic is: Am I the a hole? Which <laughs> we will be saying the real word after this. So if you are listening with your kids. Stop it. Don't listen. <laughs> um, okay. So the topic is Am I the Asshole? And basically people are writing in their scenarios asking if they're the asshole and we will roll. Do you know about like the Reddit? Uh, <sighs> yes. Oh. The ratings? Um, vaguely, but refresh my memory. Because you like listen to the podcast constantly, Religiously. Right? Okay. okay. YTA is you're the asshole. Okay. NTA, not the asshole. Okay. And then you can say, and they are. So not the asshole the other person is. Okay. At ESH, everyone sucks here. Okay. And um, no NAH, no assholes here. Okay. So those are the options. Okay. And then here's the other rule that they do at the Am I the Asshole podcast is you can't say a ruling until the end. So we oh. have to talk about it first. Okay. And okay. then at the end, we say the ruling. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm excited. I and love the user submitted stuff. It really takes Why the pressure is it off of so us. So much fun. <laughs> and again, people are just always asking for our opinions on stuff. So I'm like, come and get it. Okay. My friend accidentally took a pan that he left at my house home that was actually mine. He left his, which is a nicer pan, but only my female gaze would notice. Should I give him his nice pan back? <laughs> my female gaze. <laughs> okay. Uh, How long has it been? That's my question. Oh, yeah. If yeah, if it's been like a year and he hasn't noticed it at all, I don't want to say my ruling. But, uh, you don't have to say your ruling, but would you give it back? Oh, no. Yeah, I wouldn't I, either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't unless he says something because here's the thing. He's the one who took the pan mm-hmm. in the first place. He, he came over. He said, I left my pan here. And then he <laughs> says, here is mine. Takes it. <laughs> That's his own fault. Yeah. For all you know, he took your pan. Yeah. So, and you're yeah, you're the one that's attentive to details yeah. and notice that your that his is nicer. So you're like, oh no. No, they I must, would I would hundred percent do that. They must be similar looking. Yeah. Also, what kind of pans are we talking about? Like sheet pans? Also, why Frying pans? is would someone bring their own pan to <laughs> your house? I would bring my own knives, but not my own pan. What is up with people like caring about other people's knife sharpness? Jenna, <laughs> we, we don't have time to get into this. If Tanner, I guarantee you in the next five years, Tanner will put a pair of, or a set of knives on one of his like wish lists and you'll get it and you'll be like, this is the most life-changing thing ever. Tanner will never put a pair of knives on his wish list because he will never cook. That is, <laughs> you got me there. That's Although very true. He did say the other day, he's like, one day I will get into a cook on a cooking kick. Well, I remember and he a, said a cooking it, hobby. Yeah, he said the other day, like I need to get back on my cooking grind, and I was like trying to remember. I was like, when was your cooking grind? So when was that? <laughs> Jenna's like, I'm actually very curious. This was him the other day. He's like, if I get like, do you know what I'm talking about? Whenever I say like um, a griddle for your grill, so it's like mm. just like a piece of metal that's flat that goes on the grill. Okay. Sure. It heats up so that you're not cooking directly on the slats. Okay. So like stuff doesn't stick to it yeah, or fall I don't through. Know. He's like, if I get this, then I then won't I'll care. 
feel as weird as I do about the grill. The whole thing of with him not wanting to cook is he doesn't like things just freak him out. Like Lou with the chicken. Like yeah. he no one ever taught him how to do things like and I feel like he kind of I don't do you feel this way like if you kind of miss your opportunity for some like things like that it's hard to Well, it's hard. Like this the word is going to sound bad, but like every like but I don't mean it that way. It's hard when like so many people have like enabled you to or like not mm-hmm. made you feel like you ever had to do anything. Like, I mean, cause he went from, I, I guess, I mean, he went to college. What did he do in college? Just like bought you know, food. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's the problem is that like, that's an option. So yeah. it's even like if I'm not here or, you know, he's craving something, he'll just go buy it. Like yeah. he just doesn't care to cook, which is fine. Yeah. But, um, all that to say, how did we get here? Knives. (laughs) Oh, so we'll see. We'll see. He could surprise us all, but I am genuinely saying that it was the best, one of the best things on our wedding registry. What brand did you get? Oh gosh. I I can post it later. It was like a, my uncle like is a meat connoisseur and he was, Mm. and like loves cooking and like doing, and he recommended them to me. So I was like, for sure, just put it on the wedding, put it on the wedding registry. And then Someone someone bought it. Shout out to Caleb and Chloe. <laughs> Does it slice so easily? Yes. You should, like, next time you're at our house. Let like, me slice a potato. Yes. You should slice it and just, like, see. All, the next thing that we need to get is a whetstone. I, I don't even know if that's actually how you say it. Because I s- typed it out to somebody the other day. And they were like, oh, you mean a whetstone? <laughs> and so I was like. Okay. Um, but it's, like, how you sharpen it. Mm-hmm. And so our friend Matt was, like, Matt is very into, like, all okay. of, like, that stuff and cooking and making his own sourdough and he was like oh yeah the most therapeutic like time of my week is when I sit down with my knives and my whetstone and I sharpen them Mm. so that's like what we need next because I'm these I will pass these knives down to our children because Mm. I'm like these things were expensive and they're really great and I want to keep them in good shape Uh, that's my knife rant (laughs) we've this is actually funny I'm gonna confess this on the podcast so before we launched the podcast we pre-recorded a bunch mm-hmm. and one of them that we pre-recorded was us pretty much bitching about oh, our yeah, wedding yeah. registries and my baby registry and then we decided not to like because put it out there too because bitchy. we were being bitches and but it was good to get it out it was like yeah you got if you get angry at somebody and like you want to send an angry text back but you, but just, you just type like, it out and send it to somebody else like I yeah I have so many angry notes in my phone. Yep, towards one specific person. Oh, I think I know. Who and I will never send it. And but it feels so good to have it. Like, and everyone out. out there is wondering if it's them. Is it you? Is What'd it? you do? What'd you do to piss her off? Um, <laughs> but but that's exactly what it was. We talked for like thirty minutes, and we were like, yeah. And what was the, with this? And like, yes. I hated this. I and hated then this. as soon as we finished, we were like. We can never let this see the light of day. We're too mean. But something that I talked about in that episode is since we got married young, I thought that you just put the cheapest thing on your registry. We didn't have anything. So I just chose a set of Walmart knives that were $30, a set of Walmart silverware, you know. Yeah. I mean, anything is better than nothing that I have right now. And that's what I thought you did. I had no idea that people would buy you like good stuff if you asked for it. So... Basically, we've had to replace everything that we got for our wedding. Like, we had to within a year because Mm -hmm. it all just fell apart. Yeah. Anyways, back to the pan. Um, NTA, I would say. Yep, not the asshole. If he asks about the pan and you don't give it back, 
<laughs> no, I'm saying play dumb. And then if he's like, he's like, oh, I didn't realize that you had, that I had this, mm-hmm. like, sorry. And then if he says like, and then when he says, okay, give it back, then give it back. Yeah. But if yeah, you, don't hold it hostage. Yeah, don't be like, no, this is mine. Yeah, it's been long enough. Time has gone by now that this is my pan. Now I have cooked enough with it that I, I really know. Want to know what kind of pan it is. Okay, you got a lungi. A lungi. Okay, so my friend was going to get married this year, and long story short, it is postponed, and we'll be having a shotgun wedding instead. I was really hoping on the first read of that that it was going to be a girl that wrote in about she was the maid of honor. Oh, I was really she hoping was she was following us. up and saying like I, I said out. something yes. and like they're breaking up, but nope, shotgun wedding instead. My fiance and I. Um, wait, so my friend is going to get married this year, and long story short. We'll be having okay, okay. So my fiance and I already had our ooh, already had our date picked out for next year, and all my friends knew our tentative date. Well, this friend decided that she wants to completely move her wedding to only a few weeks after ours. I don't think it would be such a I didn't I don't think it would be such a big deal, except that we share so many friends. When she asked me if it was if I was okay with it, I said I thought it was a little too close together. I still think she's mad at me. On one hand, I feel so bad, but on the other. I still think it's just too close and I wouldn't do that if uh, the roles were reversed. <laughs> Why do you look like that? Okay. A few weeks <laughs> is too close. What are we afraid of? Just like the attention, like the, to be fair, depending on who's going first, it would be her because she said that there were a few weeks after. A few weeks after. Hmm. It. I will say it really would suck, like to have, like some be some things be like your weddings be close because then I feel like all your friends are comparing. Hmm. Where if it was like, well, I don't know, like people still do that. Like I mean, uh, so you got married October first. You're telling me that like if someone was going to get married October twenty second, you were going to be like. Can you move it? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> That's three weeks later. Yeah, I'm trying to get in her mindset though, like, because I'm like, that wouldn't bother me, but clearly it bothers her. <laughs> it does. I think that people um, have an interesting view of their wedding yeah. and how much others care about it. So like you're saying in that scenario, oh, maybe people are going to compare it. People don't care as much as you think, I don't think. Yeah. Like it's more about you and like, well, I will say something, I guess, that would suck is if, you, which it doesn't sound like you're thinking about this, but if you would still be on your honeymoon, like that would suck. Oh, and you couldn't go. You couldn't go. Yeah, but I yeah, it, I don't so think, I still don't think that's it. She just it. doesn't want them to be so close. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry to this person. <laughs> I'm sorry to this man. Um it's not as big of a deal as you think it is. You're going to have your wedding. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to have a good time. Just think of it as now you can have two parties with, like, oh, we're friends. one with your, you're all the attention, and then go and celebrate your friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. You're going to have fun. You go on your, you have yours, you go on your honeymoon, you come back, and then you get to go have a super fun night with your new husband. And yeah. Personally, if I was her, I wouldn't want to follow up your wedding. But I think you're in the better seat here. I agree. And um, yeah, I I would personally apologize to the friend for telling them that it's too close. I know it feels like the whole world is 
like happening when it's your wedding but i promise you if after it happens and you look back on it yes it is a big deal yes it is so much fun but i promise when you look back on it you're not going to be like oh it was three weeks later like it totally like overlapped like it's not going to feel like that at all it's going to feel like totally separate things yeah i agree so what's our ruling technically (laughs) I'm going to say YTA. Yeah. I love you. I'm so sorry. You asked. I hate being mean to listeners because I'm just like, I wish I could tell you that your friend was the jerk. (laughs) I know. But they asked. They want to know. Here's the thing. Actually, if I was asking you this, like as a friend, I was like, should I be mad that Madison had her wedding three weeks after mine and you were like, no, you shouldn't be mad. I'd be like, okay, thank you. Okay. Like I would want someone to be real with me. Yeah. you're, You're talking to your besties. So yeah, that's fair. Okay. Oh, are these like out of order? Uh oh no, I don't know. Oh, it like oh, it went into a different order somehow. Okay. So one time my friend and I went to the beach and it was a long car ride, so we decided to stop for food after settling in. We found a pizza place on the boardwalk where we were staying. Note, it literally said pizza in the title and the menu said they sell by the slice. The girl at the counter asked what we wanted, and my friend said, I'll just do two slices of cheese. And I said, yeah, same. The girl was like, what? That's it? <laughs> and we were like, yeah, that's all. I want to know where this is oh, going. Oh, so like the, the pizza girl said, that's yes. it. Okay. The, that's it? And we're like, yeah, that's all. She asked her boss how much to charge us. And he's like, "Uh, the normal amount you charge for a slice? The girl continues to be so confused, which made us so confused. And then she comes over. <laughs> Oh, my God. And one singular plate with four slices of American cheese. (gasps) And my friend and I just laughed because we didn't know what to do. And we go, no, we want, like, slices of cheese pizza. The poor girl was so embarrassed. And the (laughs) boss was like, what are you doing? I low-key found – I low-key felt bad about laughing. I feel like we're deaf to assholes for laughing, but anytime I order just a slice of pizza, I say, can I have a slice of pepperoni or I'll have a slice of cheese? Maybe that's just where I'm from thing. No. <laughs> okay, it's a pizza place, and she said, can I just have a slice of cheese? Oh, my God, that's so funny that's that she said, so can I just fun. have a slice of cheese? I imagine, like, I'm just trying to think of her just, like, so she's like, you say, like, can I have a slice of cheese? <laughs> you say, can I have a slice of cheese? What the? What? Why? <laughs> just thinking of her and she goes what? and I she mean, finds one and she's waiting I mean plane. I guess like I can see her unfolding the craft single <laughs> she's, she's like, like I mean why is this why? what guys for like she's they need to eat more I would <laughs> she must have been new because seriously I'm sure like that's how a lot of people would order pizza yeah I think. I'm like yeah like I feel like Cole and I are like you like we were even just talking about ordering pizza I'm like just yeah just a cheese yeah just a large cheese. Just a cheese. <laughs> large she's, cheese. She's like, I need to make these bigger. Uh, oh, that's so cute. It's so sweet. Uh, my ruling is you are not the asshole. I Absolutely feel, not. No, that's so that's so funny. I feel like on like a different note, um, do you remember? I think you were there. Like years ago, we were we would go to Chick-fil-A every day for lunch um, when you guys were on staff. And the girl... <laughs> This I we were definitely the assholes, but it's like in the same like vein. The girl brought over Tanner's food, and she just goes Tanner, <laughs> and without missing a beat, her standing right in front of us, Tanner and I are sitting next to each other, and we go Tanner, 
and afterwards we were laughing so hard and like she walked away and we were like damn that was so mean she shouldn't have said it that way she should have said it i never actually knew where that came from oh really? you guys always would say it so i was like okay chick-fil-a this poor yeah probably 16 year old girl we probably ruined Aww. her day do you have um any scenarios where you're wondering if you're the asshole Oh, gosh. Hmm. Probably none that I could share publicly <laughs> off the top of my head. I know. I'm trying to think of if I have any, too. Um, yeah. I have one that I can't share publicly, either. Oh, really? It's about the beach. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Leave, them, leave the people hanging. Okay. No, uh, leave them wondering. There's no assholes here, right? No, of yeah. course not. Yeah, okay. It's funny, you know. Funny. Yeah, she's not the asshole. So yeah, it's not this that one. one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When my ex dumped me, I was so angry after finding out everything that he did. So I threw everything that he got me literally at him. Shoes, clothes, jewelry, pictures. Like I was just flinging it at him, lol. But the best part was that he didn't have a car, so I made him take a garbage bag full of all this shit along with carrying every stuffed animal he ever got me some were really big on a long walk on a long walk in the rain and dark through south oakland to the bus stop to decay mm. <laughs> oh my god i love a local queen i know, I know exactly that route that they were taking <laughs> all the way up outwood fifth get on the 71c baby there you go Picturing him on the bus soaking wet like a bunch of stuffed animals brings me so joy. So much joy. Biggest regret was that I didn't keep the Louis Vuitton wallet to sell. <gasps> Queen. She's going through all this stuff. She's like, not this one. Not this one. This one gets to stay. And then I think she wrote in after that and said, am I the asshole? Or oh. somebody else said, am I the asshole? <laughs> um, okay. Depends did he what cheat? he did to you. If you guys are just like fighting and then you broke up. You're a slight asshole. I was going to say you could be slightly toxic. But if, if he cheated or I, did something worse. Yeah. I feel like it could be warranted. I I don't think. Have you ever reached that like point of anger in your life? I've never thrown anything. No. I'm trying to think of like pro, like the most toxic thing that I did like in a breakup. I took them out to coffee and said, this isn't going to work anymore. I live in Pennsylvania now. <laughs> I live in Pennsylvania now. Um, I definitely was toxic as like an early teenager. But I think um, whenever Tanner and I broke up, like when we were in a, you know, I was in college. Yeah. Both times I was pretty mature about it. Hmm. Um Although I did delete all of my social media and wiped myself off the face of the planet for four months and would not talk to Madison, my best friend, for four months because she was his cousin. Oh, my God. I've never heard that. Yeah. And also, um, I was just telling Daniel this story the other night. But whenever Tina and I were broken up, he literally, like, okay, we broke up very, like, we Was both, this the last time that you broke no, up? No, this is the first time. Okay. But they were both, like, we were back together for, like, a month in between the two. Yeah. And we were just like, this isn't working. So um, the first time that we broke up, it was very mutual. We were both just like, we're fighting a lot. We're in different places in our lives. I'm in college or in high school, whatever. He literally made Madison come to where I work with a book that he borrowed from me. And he put a letter in it. And it's so romantic. It really was. And there's this Third Eye Blind song. 
that um whatever he wrote this whole letter to whatever. me and like it wasn't really like it was kind of like just a life update then at the end it said third eye blind lyric oh our, that's our favorite band by the way to this day to this day okay. it said if you want to see me you know i'm easily found and i was like hmm but then i did not respond to that <laughs> then a few weeks later another letter on my car at work from him oh my goodness i never like feel like i never received letters I feel like that's Ooh, we were big. so sweet. Yeah, we were really like dramatic, like Tumblr people at the time. And there was like a lot of cryptic messages. It was a whole thing. Anyways. When, oh, I was going to say, what did the other one say? Just, you know, I love you, but but we can't be together. It's not right, but I miss you, but I'm I'm having fun with my new life without you. You know, just classic. Classic, classic breakup. things. And um, yeah, it was a good, it was, it was fun. How I did we miss, get, okay, I was like, how did we get here? I kind of miss those days. But I <laughs> was literally, I feel like we maybe we've mentioned this before. I would do anything to go back and flirt with Colt for the first time. Anything. I would go any, I would do anything to go back and feel what it feels like to be flirting with anyone when I'm 15. Oh. Just the just like oh my gosh like it's you? like you're experiencing everything for the first time. They touch your hand, you think about it all night long. You're like we the way that their hand touched my hand. You're just like holy crap! It's one of the best feelings in the entire world. Like texting, staying up late, texting. Like what are they gonna say next? You send like a kind of risky text. You're like <gasps> yes, I just like you looked so cute today, and then you're like oh. I and they respond you were cute too. You're like ah. I will literally never forget. Um, so I I don't know if we've like shared the specifics about how how Cole and I like got together. We were friends for a while. He was in a relationship. They broke up. We all went on a group trip together, and that was when sparks really flew. And so we kissed on the trip, and then we were coming back, and I was like, okay, like I don't know, like what we what are. this is. Is he still healing from this breakup? And I we like got back to our friend's house and we all stayed the night there because we got back super late. And then the next morning was a Sunday. And so I was like, okay, like I'm going to leave. Like I got to go to work. And, and I mean, he worked for church too, but he was like, okay, like I'll see you tonight. And I was like, all right. And so I left and then I was like, I wonder if he's going to text me. Like I, I'm not going to text first. Like I'll leave the ball in his court. And then it was like an hour later, he was like, oh my gosh, look what so-and-so just sent me. And I was just like, you just want to and I was so happy. I was like screaming when I saw his name pop up on my phone. I was like, yes. Okay. This is this is going to sound like I'm making it up. <laughs> but I genuinely am not kidding. I still tell Tanner I tell Tanner this all the time. To this day, whenever I see his name pop on my phone, I get a hit of dopamine. Aww. Like I still get excited. I will say we don't really text that <laughs> I was going to say because he never texts you. Yeah, he's not a texter. But we don't really text that much. But even whenever he calls me, which he is a big caller, I'm always like, it's him. Yay, you. And I get so happy. Yeah, um, I agree. But, oh, man, to go back to being a teen. <sighs> I truly wonder if you, like, got divorced or if our husbands died or something and we're older and we were like starting to date someone again we're like 35 40 yeah, if it would feel, feel that way i agree or if it would just be like let's just cut straight to the chase yes. i like you <laughs> yes who knows i, I really we'll... never want to find out uh, yeah i don't want to find out either okay, so is she the asshole for the girl no no well depending on depending what... on what he did yes which it sounds like he did something dramatic so i'm gonna say 
he's the asshole. Yes. Uh, NTA and he is. Okay, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> this one is serious. Oh, no. Emma. She's like, I killed somebody. Was I in the wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> really gotcha. <laughs> I know. This is actually serious. Okay. Am I the asshole because I'm upset? <laughs> I can't. It's actually serious. Am I the asshole because I'm, getting I'm upset? <laughs> nervous laughter's coming at me. Oh, no. Do you want me to take over? No, I can't. Okay. Am I the asshole because I'm upset that my husband beat around the bush as to why we haven't had sex in months? I'm six months pregnant. Every, pause. Everyone <laughs> loves making us talk about sex. They're like, so. so. Which I love that you guys feel like comfortable. We never imagined we'd talk about sex this much on the podcast. Sorry, continue. Oh, this is sad. Okay. I'm six months pregnant. For him to finally say it's because I'm pregnant and I have a beach ball for a belly. Okay, so, so he, she was like, why haven't we had sex in months? And he finally said, it's because you have a beach ball for a belly. <gasps> She said, I had a nice silent cry to myself while I hid away doing laundry. Background to this. We have a three-year-old. He was not like this when I was pregnant with her. Interesting. But the second pregnancy, he has absolutely no interest in me or baby boy. Doesn't try to fill my belly, let alone touch it, ask how I am, or talk about him. Versus, he had sex with me when I was pregnant at all different stages and even the very end and always loved in my belly when he could. Granted, he was deployed for a big part of my pregnancy, hmm. but the early two to three months we had sex. At six months when I saw him before he left, we had sex, and even right before I had her at nine months, huge and in all my glory, we had sex. I'm just dumbfounded and confused with his behavior and really need some opinions and advice to handle this in the most healthy way possible. I shouldn't feel upset to be pregnant and was really hoping the second pregnancy would be a positive experience, but I just feel alone. That's so really sorry. sad. I'm so sorry. Because like it is in this scenario and in most scenarios, it's deeper than sex. Like you're feeling like he's just not interested in you, this pregnancy, which is. Yeah. Which it's like obviously your like your body is changing and every aspect of that is beautiful. But you're like, I'm doing this for us. Like, do you feel it? Do you think that this is great for me to expand okay. and move in all of these new yeah. different ways? And I'm bringing our child into the world. And then for you to not even like want to look at me or touch me is like very degrading. Like, And also that he's like not interested in like touching our belly, feeling it. I, I guess my first question would be like, okay, what has changed between the first pregnancy and second? Because I'm sure that you are looking similar and he was interested in you in the first one. So did something change when he found out I was a boy? Is he feeling weird about maybe that? I feel like I you hear a lot that like guys have a really hard time like knowing that they're going to have sons just because it's a lot of responsibility. Any child is a lot of responsibility. But I feel like something between like dads and sons is like very intimidating. Yeah. Because like, yeah, raising a, a little boy that will one day become a man is a very stressful job. <laughs> yeah. It's also like maybe harder for dads to like show affection to other guys like depending on like their like I guess level of maturity yeah. in that way um you could also look at like how his relationship is with his dad yes I also was gonna say could it be something with the fact that you guys have a three-year-old and now maybe 
is he not as excited about this pregnancy? Is he feeling overwhelmed? Is it um, that there's not as much time? Like, I'm sure that there's a lot of factors at play that have nothing to do with you and your sexiness. Yeah. Again, it's always going to be deeper than sex, and it obviously is in this scenario. I don't think that you are crazy for feeling this way at all. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, let's definitely get it clear that you are not the asshole. (laughs) Yes. The first sign of any of that happening, I'd be like, so what's wrong? What's going on? Are you not excited? Are you not this? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I feel like like we hit home every episode, but yeah, I would just be like, okay, so, but like what's changed? Like, and just ask him like, because if it was your first pregnancy, it, it would be like, Okay, maybe maybe I'm just, you don't find me as sexy. Like, maybe. You're not into the pregnancy thing. Yeah. It freaks you out. But it's like, you've been here before. (laughs) Yeah. And you were fine with it. But what he said was, it's because you have a beach ball for a belly. I don't really buy that. I agree. I would say it's definitely nothing to do with your appearance. How much does sex have to do with appearance in a marriage in the first place? Yeah, I mean, I, a healthy marriage, it shouldn't be conditional. Yeah. Like, I, pregnancy is different. Like, I've never been pregnant, so I can't speak from experience. But I'm just, like, I know that I've, like, gone through seasons of, like, feeling very insecure and just about, like, appearance or weight or something. And Cole's, like, I mean, I think you're, like, the sexiest person I've ever seen. And I'm, like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, also, <laughs> I feel like in marriage, like, it's more, like, sex becomes a lot less about looking this person looks hot and it's more about the connection and like to be frank like the feeling that you're getting from it the pleasure (laughs) so yeah I, I don't know um you're definitely not crazy and there's definitely something going on um is it worth going to therapy anything's worth any therapy so maybe see if he's open to something like that But yeah, I would definitely open a conversation about it. And I feel bad that you said you had a silent cry. And that she feels alone. I know. I I feel like during my pregnancy, there was definitely times whenever I felt very alone because it's just an isolating feeling. But yeah. Um, but you got us. You have us. <laughs> so, what else do you So need? just DM us and we'll go to coffee and we'll be real life friends. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. That you're going through this. It's very hard. And yeah. I don't What think- would you officially rate? Oh, sorry. I'm NTA right. and he is. Okay. Okay. I think he's I being agree. an asshole. I agree. A thousand percent. I just knew, yeah, she for sure is not. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, there's two more. Okay. Ooh, okay. See ya. Okay. Mm. I've cut several people out of my life since college because I didn't find that they were reciprocating the energy and love into the friendship that I was putting in. Good to have standards. Yeah. Uh, I still follow some of them on IG. Maybe I should unfollow and still feel bad when I see life events, life event of theirs or something important happen and I'm not reaching out. Am I the asshole or did I do the right thing by walking away from the relationships that weren't serving me? I mean, it takes somebody like a very self-aware person, in my opinion, to know when relationships aren't serving them because Mm -hmm. I feel like so many people are like, but at least I still like have people that want to hang out with me, even though they treat me like shit. And it's just like, yeah, oh, okay. I also feel like um, 
Yeah, it's it's hard because I'm wondering if this like cutting these people out of your life is that you had a conversation, you're like, you're cut out, mm-hmm. or if it was just like a slow drift. Yeah. What did she say exactly? Like, oh, geez. I've cut several people out of my life since college. She didn't really say. Something tells me that you're a mature queen and you had a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I had – this person definitely does not listen to the podcast. I had – Name drop them then. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Do not. <laughs> if they were listening, they would know exactly who this is. I had okay. a roommate in college who we were really close friends, and then we were roommates. They were they roommates. And I had a New Year's Eve party on New Year's Eve that I told her about. She was not home. Okay. And she was like, okay, that's fine as long as no one goes in my room. Her room didn't have a door. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hung up a curtain with a sign that said, no one go in here. And that's even generous in my opinion. Yes. But of course, you know, people went in there mm-hmm. and I tried to clean it up. It wasn't messy or anything. It was just like... Maybe there was, was like, like disheveled a, a cup on her desk, like you know, whatever. People were drinking, whatever. I um cleaned it up, and in the process of cleaning it up, my friends and I were all cleaning the whole apartment. They had taken one of her like shirts that was left out hmm. on her desk or bed or whatever, you know. and they thought it was mine, so they put it in my room. So whenever she got back from Christmas break, I wasn't there yet. She was like, I can tell people were in my room and where's my shirt? And then she went in Who my has room. inventory of their shirts like that? She was very, very type A. Then she went in my room where my friends had put the shirt because they thought it was mine and mm-hmm. said, I found it in my room, in your room. And I know that like you went in my room. I'm really mad. Like I'm not going to talk to you ever again, basically. Un- was this – you just met this friend through college? It wasn't like yeah, a high school friend we, turned? Yeah, okay. but we had been friends for like two years at this point. And I thought we were going to be lifelong friends. She unfollowed me. She unfollowed all of my friends and family. Like she had met my parents. Like obviously we were roommates. And like we were really close. And it was really sad. We lived together for like six more months and she never spoke to me again. I'm not kidding. We I, lived in silence. I don't know how people go – about just avoid completely avoiding people yeah. that you live and with. She would like just text me sometimes and be like, "Your dishes need picked up." She was very clean, very very tight. You never had like you never confronted her and was like, "Let's cut this out." No, I literally was like, "I'm so sorry. I don't know how that happened." I was kind of playing off that people weren't in her room, mm. but like. I didn't know. I didn't see it happen. So I just – it was very weird and I was just like, I'm really sorry. And then, yeah, she never spoke to me again, unfollowed me, blocked me, like everything. And then just recently, she unblocked me. I don't know why. And I saw that she had a baby. Oh, my gosh. And so I messaged her. I was like, congrats on your baby. She's so beautiful. She's like, congrats to you too. So I think like – There's growth. It – it really depends on how you are feeling in terms of like will reaching out to them like make you upset. Yeah. To me, this relationship was six years in the past, so it's like I don't care. I'm gonna yeah. say congrats like I'm over to you. It. But if if opening communication with them would like hurt your feelings and like make you miss them, maybe not. Yeah, but also like you miss them and like I mean, obviously you and that girl are in a much like healthier place it's like maybe if they've grown up and gotten in a healthier headspace then like is it worth having like do you want that relationship back like because you could like yeah I don't 
everything, like as long as everything was communicated, like, okay, like I don't think like this is serving me like the way I need it to anymore, then I, I think like, yeah, you're, you're in the clear to like yeah. reach out. Um, I think you can, you can still be like acquaintances with people and, and be excited for them and want to celebrate them without being close to them. I agree. I I also was going to say, like, I had a few other relationships that, like, there was, like, some weird bad blood. And, like, over the past two years, I, like, made it a point to, like, have a conversation and just be like, there's no bad blood. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's in the past. And, like, those relationships, I feel, are, like, the perfect, like, congrats on this. Or yeah. just respond to an IG story here and there. Art, it's so weird trying to be friends in, like, this day and age just because, like, anything can be taken out of context. Mm-hmm. And just, like, were they, like, subtweeting me when they said that? And yeah. it's just, like, no, I wasn't even thinking about you. But then yeah. now you spent the last two years thinking that I was talking about you and I'm such a jerk. Yeah. When I never even knew that you saw it. We have been talking about doing a, um, an episode on adult friendships. Yeah. And honestly, we should. It's like one of the most complicated things ever. I'm really so is. happy. I have like my four besties now. Yeah. And I, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say just, like I 100%, I 100% agree. Like I feel like we got, we got married and then like our relationships, like it helped so much that we were like in the same friend group. Yeah. But it was just like then, we, it wasn't even a discussion. It was just like, kind of like sitting back and analyzing the people that were like really there for us, like through mm-hmm. like the whole pro- wedding process. And it was just like, okay, like let's go out to dinner with them. Like, or let's do this with them. And then now it's like, oh, okay. Like these are like our people that like yeah. we want around 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't think it hurts to congratulate people on things. I really don't. I don't think so either. I don't think it's like opening the door to like becoming besties. They're going to think you want to be besties again or anything. Yeah. At all. Worst case, they invite you to coffee and you're just like, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I say for this NAH. I agree. No assholes here. Last, Last one. one. Just kidding. That was, it was out of order. Oh, so no. So that was the shotgun wedding one. Oh. Well, look at that. Oh, did we miss one? Oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> I read that. I was like, oh, my. But no. <laughs> Oh my. Okay. Um, okay, here's my am I the asshole question. Oh, okay. From the scenario that I just told you about my roommate okay. and me throwing the party. Do you think I was the asshole? That people oh, went so in her room? It's so hard to judge. Because I kind of feel like I was. But also, there was no way of me preventing it. The fact, and I was going to say, I feel like your friends are the asshole for going in when you put up a sign and a sheet or whatever, a curtain, yeah. and we're like, do not enter. It's like... Okay, do you not know how to read? Like, If you were really drunk, though, on New Year's Eve. Oh, I mean, when I was really drunk on Halloween, I tried to go into your neighbor's store. So. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. I have to stop sharing those stories on here because it's making me look like a bad person. Sometimes there's just exciting events, and adults love to have a few classy cocktails. That's, yeah, that's classy. what it is. That's all it is. But have you maintained your sober year? Me too. Well, I'm not about <laughs> that was to, the best time I'm not, ever. I'm not about to pump and dump, honey. What I need every like ounce the, of that breast milk. For real. Do you know like how much you can have for it to be like okay? Or is it like none? They make like strips that you can put in it. Mm. It's not worth it to me. Although 
we are going to a wedding this year and you better believe I'm going to be on that dance floor with my mule or whatever kind of drink they have. Wait, I'm so sorry. Whose wedding are you going to that there's going to be alcohol? You don't think that would be alcohol? I don't think so. I could see it though. Maybe. I think they're both sober though. Like a sober as they just don't drink. That they don't want their guests to have fun and who knows who we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I need to tell this random story that I thought of and I was like, I should tell this on the podcast. Okay. Okay. So uh, this time last year I was pregnant and this chair has been doing me so dirty today. That was the chair. (laughs) Okay. Um, okay, this time last year I was pregnant and we were all going to our friend's wedding. Yes. And I was going to announce that I was pregnant soon, but there was a few people that I still needed to tell. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. There was a few people I still needed to tell, so it wasn't. I wasn't ready to announce it yet. And um, I don't think we had even still told our families yet. Yeah, because I think I remember you were telling your parents on Mother's Day. Yeah, and or- this was like late April. The yeah. Wedding, early yeah. April. Um, so anyways, I was, I had my foolproof plan. I was going to get a cranberry Sprite at the bar and say it was a vodka, Red Bull, or vodka, vodka cran, vodka cran, <laughs> um, Red Bull. <laughs> You've been out of the game for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Me ordering at a bar. Um, can, um, uh. The wine, um, um out, the drinks that make you feel the thingies. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I got the cranberry sprite i'm like walking around i'm like no one has any idea that i'm pregnant right now i'm literally with child and i'm just like sipping away and then one of our friends came up to me she's like oh my god what drink did you get and i was like perfect opportunity so much for asking to say that i got a vodka cranberry there is alcohol in this it's very delicious and she goes, how did you get that? And I looked at her. I was like, at the bar. And she goes, they're only serving beer and wine. And <laughs> in that moment, I was so Did your take- heart drop? I was just, yeah. I was just so like, what? How did my plan go awry? <laughs> <laughs> Upon the first person asking. Literally the first person. And then I just paused for a second. And then I just went, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Like, I cracked so fast. I could have been like, oh, no, I got the cranberry from the bar. I brought vodka because, you know, I don't I don't like beer or wine or something like that. I could have I came just wanted up with a sure thing. But I, w- I just cracked immediately. I just was like, I'm pregnant. Um, so. And that was the only person you had, had to tell that night, right? Like, nobody else asked questions? No one asked questions, but we did tell – we wanted to tell John and Gina that night. So that oh, was, like, a nice, good nice, opportunity. Nice. Which I didn't tell you that Gina is coming to visit us this week. <gasps> Very nice. Does she listen to the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. She'll hear her shout There's out. There's so many people who, like, I barely know or don't know or slightly know that will just DM me and be like, oh, yeah, from the podcast, you – this. And I'm like, oh, you listen? I know. I feel like we've mentioned this a few weeks ago. It is the best feeling. Like, so when people are obsessed with us. I know. Like, they love hearing the sound of our voices. But if you ever see us, like, just say something or, like, just say, I love the pod. I've had a few people do it, and it's literally the best feeling ever. We should, like, share our screenshots of, like, when. to each other. Yeah, like, when people text us, or when people say something, we immediately text each other, and we're like, I'm at a wedding right now, and someone just walked up to me and said that they love the pod. And then the other person's like, oh, my God, who was it? I'm so excited. (laughs) 
Um, I also just wanted to give another give a little update really quick. No, oh, that um, we have <laughs> five thousand streams. <gasps> no way! Five thousand and seven. Oh, we need to do a photo shoot. <laughs> Like you said a week ago. <laughs> well, we should just make a post for it. Yes. Oh, that's so exciting. Why am I going to cry? everyone for listening. I never thought we would get here. Literally. I, yeah, I remember we, like we launched like the first couple episodes. What did we do? We launched the first one and then we were like, the next one's out tomorrow. And then we like launched, started launching like after that. And literally within the first like three episodes, we had a thousand streams. And I, Jenna and I were talking like, Oh my gosh, I would just love to hit like 500 streams in the first month. Yeah. And then when we hit 1,000, we were like, what? I'm not kidding. I assumed we would have 50 to 75 listeners total. Yeah. Always. Yeah. But I think like now, like like, our lovely sponsor, Spotify for podcasters. Wait, uh, how much money do we have for our ad? I don't know. I'll look. Um, But they came out with a new feature where it's like people, it'll- 713. I said to Jenna that we should save up the um, ad money and like till the end of the year and then cash out and go like on a little date day or something. (gasps) Why would that be so cute? That would be so cute. (laughs) Oh my God, we're doing that. Yes, I think that'd be so much fun. And we wear cute outfits and then people take pictures of us and we post it. And it's our whole like Blair and Serena moment (gasps) when they run around in the dresses. When they go around the city. I'm screaming. That's so us. Wait, are you Blair or Serena? I had a friend growing up where I was Blair and she was Serena. I would say that would fit our personalities because you're like, I would say you're a more organized vibe than me and more More boss baby. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I'm more like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, you're more, I feel like we're we're not equally, but I feel like we're go with the flow. But then, yeah, you're definitely more go with the flow. A lot of people say that I'm like really calm. Which I don't feel calm on my insides. <laughs> We're like, that's nice that you think that. But everyone says that. Like, even our friend Shayla, she always tells me, she's like, you're just like your dad. Like, you're so calm. And I'm like, what? Do you even know me? This but you're is, like, at least my face doesn't show it. This is my insides. Oh, what do we have to have for dinner? What are we going to do? I have to sweep the floors. I have to do this thing. <laughs> Constant. Yeah. But. Yeah. You're my steady S. <laughs> You're my Yuck. Blair. Yuck. I'm uh, Serena Taylor Blair. Why do I not want this episode to end? I'm having so I much know, fun. Like Monty's sleeping. I know. Yeah. I think Cole's outside with Buddy. I'm like, the, Wait, the night is outside. I think so. Aww. I don't know where they're at. I texted him and I was like, commanded Buddy. Aww. Tammy's right. home. So oh, that's perfect. Perfect timing. All right. Well, we love you guys so, 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 so much. And, you know, we haven't taken suggestions in a while. So if you want to hit us with your suggestions and like what you want to hear from us, what you want us to talk about next, just go ahead and DM us on Instagram or maybe we'll create a form. Who knows? Um, Other than that, oh my God. And Tanny is going to sign us off. Come sign us off. Oh, you're done? Yeah, we're just ending. Just in time. Sing a song for us and we'll join on. Sing a song. Beautiful girls all over the world. I could be chasing, but my time would be wasting. They got nothing on you. Nothing on Nothing on Let's debrief. Okay, we love, love you. you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.